Hello and welcome. We are in Yerushalmi Brachos, Daf Nun Zion, and this is really just jam-packed with lots of halachas of um, Havdalah and other things. I'm going to try to give you a couple of Rashi Prakim because there's really so much here to do. All right, so the first thing is that when we say Havdalah, we say, um, in our actual Nusach, we say three Havdalos. We say, now, um, there's a whole dispute about why that one doesn't count because it's not actually in the Torah. That's beyond the scope of this conversation. But we say three. Just trust me. The Gemara says that you're allowed to say between three or seven. However, the Bavli doesn't say it. The Bavli says you could say either three of Delos or seven. If you want to know the exact list of of things found in the Torah itself, L'havdil ben HaKodesh ben HaKol, V'yavdil Kim ben HaOr ben HaKoshach, V'avdil Eschem ben HaAmim, Hivdil Hashem ben Shevet HaLevi, V'yavdil Aaron hu Uvanav, Ulahavdil ben Hatamayu ben Atar, and Vayavdel ben Amayim Asher Mitachos Arkia ben Amayim Asher Arkia. Obviously, we're trying to get in these Havdalas. Okay. Now, there's a lot of halachas of um, Havdala that we find here, and I want to touch upon some of them again. Excuse me. There's overlap in the uh, in the Yerushalmi and the Babli as well, but there's some interesting things. So there's a famous thing that we know that you could say Havdala till Tuesday, till the end of the day. However, it's not so clear. Because the Gemara here says, "Imlo hivdel b'matzei Shabbos, mavdil afilu," and there's a girsa change here. There's machogus bechamishi or b'shlishi b'Shabbos. Now we're familiar with the b'shlishi. The question is, what what chamishi means till Thursday? What does that mean? So, I want to go through a couple of quick things here. So most of the um, nuschos changes actually change it to shlishi, and they say it's parallel to the bavli um, in Psachim daf kuf vavam and aleph. And there's a lot of nafkaminas. For example, if someone says that they will give a get to their wife, um, what's it called? Um, and it's valid after Shabbos, so that actually could mean until Tuesday, according to that Gemara. Uh, but anyway, there's a lot of other nafkaminas. I mean, again, practically, whether a person can make Abdullah. So um, the Rambam famously actually has a different opinion of Hilchah Shabbos. Um, by the way, if you ever want to learn Hilchah Shabbos, the shortest version of Hilchah Shabbos, <laughs> you learn the Rambam. It's very interesting because it's so many halachas, but yet in the Rambam, it's literally one of the shortest things you could study, which is fascinating. So the Rambam says you could do Havdalah till the fourth day of the week. And this Yerushalmi actually might be his Makar, because he might be reading that until the fifth day of the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So it means before that day hits. So that's actually where he gets that you could do until Wednesday. Um, and the reason is because the Gemara actually, the Bavli actually says that you could say Havdalah before the end of the week. And the Bavli interprets it to mean, it means the first half of the week, which makes sense because those days are actually Shayach to Shabbos. In the uh, Mizmar that they say, that the Levium say in the base of Migdash, so on the Wednesday they say Lechun Aranana. And that could be because Wednesday ushers in Shabbos. This is brought down in many, many farm, etc. So, um, <clears throat> and everybody agrees that once you hit Friday, um, it's ready like Shabbos, it's the next Shabbos already. So the question is, if it actually has this gears of, of Chamishi, then that might be what it means. Again, Halacha Lamaisa, a person makes Havdalah, um, obviously Matzah Shabbos, and shouldn't eat till he makes Havdalah, shouldn't drink even, according to many people. Um, and But if he forgot or was sleeping or was sick or whatever, then uh, one could do it until Tuesday night. However, just remember, there's two things, and I'm going to get slack from him to say it anyway. And that is these two rules. And Yerushalmi says it a little bit, I and Shum. Um, but basically, um, like this. What about using the candle? What about using Besamim? So the short answer is Besamim is only used Matzei Shabbos. It's because of the Yisham Yitzera. Therefore, if you make Havdel a different day, you don't use it, even if you forgot, whatever. Okay? Um, and the candle is also only used Matzei Shabbos, um, with one exception, which is Matzei Yom Kippur. There's also a candle that's used. But again, if you're making Havdel at any other time, there's no candle, there's no Besamim. Now, the Yushami actually says a very fascinating thing. 
And the Yerushalmi here also says that when a person makes Avdallah, so he should look at the candle um, and, and the coast. And the Magen of Rome actually quotes this and says that this is a riot that you can look at two things at once, but it doesn't say anything about the Basamim. And it very well could be that for the Basamim, you're making a bracha on the smell, so there's nothing to look at, which might which might explain why there's a there's a mitzvah to um, hold Basamim while you're uh, making Havdalah after you put down the, after you make the bracha on, on Basamim, you put it down, you pick up the Eish, then you, um, uh, what's it called, hold the, according to the Shabur, you hold the Basamim the rest of the time because you want it to be near you so you could smell it because you're making the actual bracha on the smell of the Basamim. Anyway, we'll save that for a different time. Um, okay, so there's just a lot of halachas of Abdullah. Take a look there. Um, then the Gemara says later on, Rav Chizkiah, the name of Yirmiya says, Arba minim shabululov and nitilasa and derech kitulayim. The Bavli says the same thing, that when you hold the lulav, you take it the way that it grew. There's a whole halachas of Poskim, whether you could take it diagonally. There's a whole co- interesting conversation. But when I went to a uh, Esrog orchard, so um, one of the kids that was with me uh, many, many years ago um, in Eretz Yisrael, one of the Rabbeim's children, so asked that it doesn't make sense because the esrogim are all growing upside down on the tree. So if you think about what they're saying, that's actually very true. What happens is the esrog grows up, 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 up the way we shake it. But then when it gets too heavy, it pulls over. So Derek Dulasan actually doesn't mean how you cut it off the tree, which is usually upside down. It actually means, um, you know, growing upward, which is interesting to discuss. There's a, you can't discuss this again and not mention the famous Arachlaner that basically says that perhaps an esrog um, in... He's talking about the Caribbean, but in America, perhaps the Derek Kedula wouldn't be allowed to be taken in Europe because it's upside down in the way that it grew because the, the world is round. Ayn Shalom, there's a very famous hawk on that. According to that shot, then when you when you take a when you get a lula from Eretz Israel, you would have to hold it upside down because in Eretz Israel it grew that way. And obviously that's um, totally totally not shot. But then he says, well, maybe it's because when you're shaking it in that place, that's where uh, it goes by that place, etc. But that's one of the suggestions that he would puzzle some of the Caribbean ones. But um, this is way beyond the scope of today's blot, but just interesting stuff that is discussed there. Um, I want to keep going over here. So then there's a very famous Gemara, Al-Khan Sibir And there's a very famous Kasha, because the Mishnah says the person shouldn't talk this way. And the Gemara gives a couple of different reasons. I and Shem, there's a lot to develop. Um, and it says that, you know, it, it's it's saying that Hashem's mitzvahs are... are um, at a mercy, and that's not correct. So the problem is that there's a lot of uh, medrashim that actually darshan from to be to be compassionate, which the Gemara says is also it's just a it's just a gezera. and it's not it's a, that's not what it is. Um, and there are other medrashim that say al Sipur also that it, it evokes such a thing that this is a lesson. So one of the simplest pshatim that many of the uh, Rishonim and Akronim say is that in tefillah, when a person says it, it's as if they're establishing it is as the reality. So that's usher. But in Midrashim and Drush and, and the Liban from the mitzvah itself, Tamiya mitzvahs, of course you should learn the lesson from it. But don't say that's all it is. Again, according to the first two pshatim of the Gemara, it's that it's saying, oh, you have mercy on the bird and not me. So there are other complaints about God or 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 you, um, etc. I and Shem. But according to the pshatim that says that it's that it's Xera, what does that mean? Because the mitzvahs have a tom also. At the end of the day, the mitzvahs, um, you might say that you eat something because it tastes good, but it also gives you nourishment. But you still can't explain why it gives you nourishment. For example, Hashem could have made it. So we eat rocks, and that gives us nourishment. He didn't make it that way. He made it that a lot of things that give us nourishment actually taste good. So it's the same thing. The tame ha-mitzvahs is actually the flavor that tastes good. We can't explain why it nourishes us, although there are lessons we can learn from it as well. That's some of the depth. Anyway, that is a lot of things to discuss, and I hope that helped inspire and uplift and inform.